I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 67, Noah Found Grace in the Eyes of the Lord, studying Genesis chapters 6 through 11 and Moses chapter 8. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a Come Follow Me study for busy moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter of God just trying to get home, and I hope that something I say here today will help you on your journey home too. Alrighty, I have a little guest with me today. Um, baby Scott just woke up from his nap, and he is a grumpy little bunny, but we'll see. We don't have a whole lot to talk about today, um, but there's a couple of things. Um, so, <clears throat> Noah um, and Tower of Babel, right? Babel? 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 Babel. I feel like it's Babel, but I could be wrong. Um, we've got the flood, we've got the Tower of Babel. Babel? I don't know. Whatever. The tower. <laughs> the tower where no one knows how to talk. Uh, including myself, apparently. Um, so, I feel like we've heard these stories a lot. Like, even people who are not super familiar with the Bible, most of them know the story of Noah. And he got all the animals two by two into the ark and the world was flooded and the end, right? And there's some people I've heard say like, oh, this is a literal um, history of what happened. And then there are other people like, no, it's a figurative history of what happened. God didn't actually cover the entire world in water. Guess what? I don't know. He could have covered the whole entire earth in water if he wanted to. I mean, dang, things pretty much covered in earth, in water as it is. Um, but does it matter? Like, does it matter if God covered the entire every square inch of the planet in water, or if it was just for Noah as far as the eye could see? And like, so he was like, no, the whole dang earth was covered, and it was just as far as the eye could see. It was his little corner of the earth was. Covered. Does it matter? I feel like that's an Adam's belly button question for me. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of those before. I think I've talked about it before. My Adam's belly button list where did Adam have a belly button? I don't know. Is it necessary for me to know this for my eternal salvation? Not really. <laughs> um, would it be cool to know? Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to know. But if I die and have never found out whether or not Adam had a belly button or whether God literally covered the entire earth in water or whether it was a figurative thing or whether it was just as far as Noah could see. And so he thought it was the whole earth. I don't know. And you know what? It doesn't really matter because the lessons that we learn from Noah and the flood um, are, are applicable whether it was the whole every square inch of the earth or whether it was as far as Noah could see or whether it was a hypothetical story. That, like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because the lessons are the same. Um, I'm going to run out of highlighters here pretty soon at the rate that he's going. The baby's going through my highlighters. So one of the things that I like is um, we're going to look at, we're in Genesis chapter 7. We're going to look at verses 21 through 24. And I don't know how well this is going to work. What else do I have that you can play with here? What's in here? Mm, do I have anything in there that you can play with? Ooh, that all looks dangerous. Let's not have to do that yet. Um... So in verses 21 through 24, in verse 22, 
he talks about all in whose nostrils was the breath of life. All of all that was in the dry land died. Um, and I always thought this was an interesting concept because he he's making specific mention of like it's not just all the people who died right like everything everything that was alive that required dry land to survive died this is where we lost unicorns and dinosaurs <laughs> okay that's a joke it's not don't it's just a joke um I always thought I saw like a comic strip one time where there was a couple of unicorns oh. on there on this little hill and Noah's sailing away in the ark and they're like, oh, was that today? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> and that's why we don't have unicorns anymore. Um, but no bunny. Naughty one. Sorry, guys. No, not touching. Um, so then this part, I don't know why I, I highlighted this part. and I think it's because I never... I never knew this before. And the waters prevailed upon the earth 150 days. For 150... Could you imagine... Could you imagine being stuck on a boat with a bunch of smelly animals for 150 days? Like, I could... I mean, guys, we did... We've been doing quarantine... Quarantining on and off, like, for the last two years... 150 days with animals on a boat like you couldn't even go anywhere else like you couldn't even just like go outside like at least when we were quarantined in our house we could like we have a good sized backyard our kids could still go outside and play we kind of get away from our smelly little animals for a little while um but but you you couldn't just like go outside on a boat I mean I guess you could like walk outside but you'd still be on the boat um anyway so let's look at, um, hi, let's look at, so after the flood for a second, this is, we've got it in Genesis 8, 15 through 17. And then also, um, in chapter nine, still Genesis verse one, God tells Noah the same thing. He tells Adam and Eve. Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. And he tells this to the animals. This is a commandment for the animals in chapter 8. And it is a commandment for Noah and his family and the people that came onto the boat um, in chapter 9. And I love this, like, mirroring where God has said these things to Noah and he has said these things to Adam and Eve. And they were both in a place where they were kind of it. Like, they were the people. So if there were going to be more people, they had to make them. Um, and I think, whoa, bunny, you naughty one who found my stash of chocolate. And he's trying to get into it. Like, like mother, like son. Um, and one of the things I think is interesting is... Um, <clears throat> As far as I know, anyone was allowed to go onto the ark. Like, there was no, like, checklist, right? Like, he made the ark, and he was like, guys, we need to get on the ark. And very few people listened to him. Um, and so I think that it's an interesting point that sometimes, I don't know, I, I think it's it's one of those things that we look back on and, like, would I would I have gotten on the ark? I hope so, right? Like, I hope. I hope so. Um, would I have gotten on the ark? I don't know. 
Um, and then in um, Genesis chapter 9, verses 13 through 17, God gives man a rainbow. And I love this, right? He gives him, um, what does he call it? I can't remember, but um, it's essentially, it's a rainbow as a token of the covenant. And this covenant is not just between God and man. This is a covenant between God and every living creature upon the earth that he will never flood the earth again. Um, and so we look at this, we know, and we look at this and we understand that this is the earth's baptism by water. And so take two is the baptism by fire, right? Which is why we are baptized. Whoa, bunny, you crazy baby. Why we are baptized with water and then we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost right afterwards, which is our baptism by fire, right? That burning in the bosom um, of the spirit. Now, one of the things that the Come Follow Me talked about for this week was looking into these stories and understanding how um, how do we take these stories that are very familiar to us and how do we how can we use them for preparing for the last days? And I think honestly, a lot of it for me, whoa, naughty one, a lot of it for me is that. With And we see this with the city of Enoch as well. We see this with Noah. Um, we see this with the Tower of um, uh, Speech, <laughs> Babel, Babel, um, that amidst, and we know, we know, right, as members of the church, that there were people that were allowed to keep their language because um, we have the Jaredites, brother of Jared and everybody. Um, and I think that the, the most powerful message here is that it doesn't matter how bad the world gets. It doesn't matter how wicked the world gets. We still have our agency. We still get to choose to be righteous, right? Um, if you look at the city of Enoch from last week, there was so much wickedness around them, but they still managed to have the city of Zion be so good. God scoops them up and takes them to heaven. Um, and with Noah, it's the same kind of thing, right? There's so much wickedness. The wickedness is to the point where the earth is asking, like, can we please clean some stuff up around here? This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, Amidst all of this wickedness, there's still goodness. We still have Noah who is doing his absolute best to follow God as perfectly as a human being is capable of following God. And I think that that for me was the most powerful lesson was that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how bad everyone else is going to be. It doesn't matter how wicked everybody else is going to be. It doesn't matter if the whole world feels like it's burning in flames around us and is just up in a giant dumpster fire. It doesn't matter because ultimately I get to choose. I get to choose if I'm going to follow Heavenly Father. I get to choose if I'm going to follow the prophet. I get to choose who I am going to stand with in the last days. And for me, that's a comfort, right? Because sometimes it can feel like the big bad world is so big and so bad and that it's just overpowering and there's no way that there could possibly be any righteousness in this world. 
except for I get to choose to be the righteousness in this world. And I don't mean that in like the kind of way where it's like everybody else is wicked and I'm righteous. Ha ha. I just mean that I don't have to be influenced by the choices of everybody else. Right. This is like ultimate peer pressure. Um, <laughs> exercise. Don't give it to peer pressure. Um, so that's where we're going to leave it today because I think the baby is officially tapped out. Baby, can you wait? Bye-bye. Can you wait? Bye-bye. 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 All right. Talk to you guys next week.